welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing in world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. In order to build an inspired team, you need to have an inspired vision. In today's episode, we have Asia's leading business coach, Rajiv Talreja, who gives the step-by-step framework on how one can build an inspired team and goes on to emphasize on how a team can make or break your dream. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and a very warm welcome to yet another episode of the Success Gyan podcast. My name is Rajiv Talreja and today we're going to talk about how do you build an inspired team as a business owner. In one of my previous episodes, we spoke about how your team can make you or break you, how your team can make your dreams or break your dreams. Today, we're going to talk about how do you go about building an inspired team that can actually help you in building your dreams. So let's get started. My request to you is going to be to make sure that you have a notebook and a pen with you because I have a step-by-step framework that I want to share with you of pointers that you need to keep in mind to be able to build an inspired team. Now, the first start point of building an inspired team is to yourself have an inspired vision for your business. And when I talk about having an inspired vision for your business, what I'm referring to is your clarity of thought about what is the kind of financial growth you want to achieve as a business and what is the kind of impact growth you want to create through your business. Most entrepreneurs, when they start a business, they are only focusing on proving that the business works. They are not focusing on solving a bigger problem and creating a larger impact. They are only focusing on how can I get clients so that I know that I can make money through this business. This is not just about you making money through the business. It is reflecting in your day-to-day actions and decisions if you're building your business just to take money back home for yourself. It is very evident to your team and nobody's going to be inspired to work with someone or for someone who's just focused on how can they make money. Think about that. You got to have a larger macro vision. Macro vision in terms of financial growth and in terms of the impact that you can create on your customers through your products or services and on your team members through the career growth path that you can give them. Because at the end of the day, when you have a macro inspired vision about the financial growth and the impact that you want to create, then you have a balanced relationship and a balanced vision for your business. Look, I'm not talking about just chasing numbers. Neither am I asking you to be this holy pious person who's acting and pretending as though the numbers don't matter. The numbers matter. And that's why having a macro financial vision is important. And at the same time, the numbers will happen only when we create an impact. Therefore, the clarity of vision of impact also matters. Impact on your customers, impact on your team members, impact on society at large, sometimes even impact on your nation through your business. When you have that macro inspired vision, which is financial, and impact driven that's the start point of building an inspired team because you got to have a future to tell 
you got to have a future to sell and galvanize people to come together to make that future a reality mahatma gandhi did that he sold an inspired vision an inspired vision of a free india he sold that vision to people who were used to being colonized for 200 years who could not think of freedom and when he sold that inspired vision an entire nation galvanized and said that's what we want to make our reality as so you got to have an inspired vision you got to sell that inspired vision mahatma gandhi sold the vision of freedom to india today you and i look at freedom as our absolute birthright we look at it as the normal but think about it in the context of a nation that was colonized for 200 years it was not a reality it was not even a distant reality it was beyond a fantasy but mahatma gandhi sold that vision and people saw value in that vision for themselves your team needs to see value in your business vision for themselves which brings me to the second point the second point to build an inspired team beyond having a macro inspired vision for the business is to invest your time effort and energy in understanding what is the personal vision what are the personal aspirations of every individual on your team one of the things i do as an entrepreneur across all my businesses is that the moment a team member joins us on the first day of their joining we give them a personal aspiration questionnaire we make them write down what are their personal aspirations for themselves for their career for their family for the quality of life that they want to live and on the first day of the workplace when a person is compelled to think about their personal aspirations what's their personal vision for their family for themselves and their career that's when there is a sense of assurance that gets created for them that hey here's an organization that's not just about chasing and achieving the results that the company has but actually cares to nurture the dreams and make sure that those dreams turn into reality for every single individual so beyond creating a macro inspired vision for your business you got to invest time effort and energy in understanding the personal aspirations of every team member in every single department of your business if you have a large organization that's an exercise that has to be done by the reporting manager with a new joinee and if you're hiring managers you as a business owner need to do that exercise one to one with the managers that you're hiring everybody's personal aspirations needs to be understood needs to be accounted for everybody's personal story needs to be known so that everyone is connected to the organization and to each other so the second step of building an inspired team is to understand and acknowledge their personal aspirations and vision and sometimes you will notice that most of these team members who are joining they don't even know what they want for themselves but you putting them through that exercise of answering questions regarding their personal aspirations for their family for themselves for their career actually is getting them to think and that itself is the beginning of a, a new phase of transformation in their lives so that's the second step of building an inspired team now the third step of building an inspired team once you lay out the macro vision and communicate that macro vision for all your business to your organization and second step of once you understand the personal aspirations of your team members the third step of building an inspired team is to make sure that you are delegating clear roles 
based on the capability and personality of an individual. If you want people to be inspired every day about the work that they are doing, then it better be work that they know how to do, that they love doing, that they enjoy doing. If you're going to delegate tasks and activities to team members, which are not in alignment with their personality and their capability, that's a recipe for disaster because then you're going to expect a fish to fly. And no matter how much you motivate the fish or abuse the fish or beg the fish, the fish cannot fly. So make sure that there's a clear synergy between the capability and personality of an individual with the role and responsibility and tasks that they're supposed to do on a daily basis for them to be inspired. I always say this to business owners. If there is any team member that you're spending time on motivating them or abusing them to do a job or begging them to do a job, then it only means you've delegated the wrong job to the wrong person. A person who has a job that is in alignment with their capability and personality never has to be motivated, never has to be abused, never has to be pleaded. That is a sign that you've got the roles wrong if you have to do any of these activities. So make sure that if you want to keep the inspiration quotient high at the workplace, make sure there's a synergy between the capability and personality of an individual with the job tasks and responsibilities that you're expecting them to handle. That's when you will see inspiration on a daily basis. And to keep that inspiration flame alive, the fourth step that you need to take as a business owner is you need to have a system of regular review meetings and regular feedback. Review meetings is not a playground for you to identify who has not done the work and to blame them and abuse them and complain about them and get aggressive with them. The job of a review meeting is actually to track the progress we have made in alignment to the goals that we have and then to realign people with solutions, with steps, with strategies, with skills so that they can be on track of achieving their goals. So the job of a review meeting is not to blame, complain and assassinate the character of people, but to encourage, align and give people solutions to be on track for the goals. So the tone of the review meeting matters a lot. And along with the review of where things stand, you also need to give feedback in the form of solutions in a respectful tone of what needs to change in the effort, in the actions, in the behaviors, in the skills of your team member so that they can be in alignment of achieving those goals. So that's the way you keep people inspired. Review meetings, which are solution focused with feedback, which is specific and actionable. That's what inspires people. Most people do it the exact opposite way. And I don't have to explain the result of when you do a review meeting and a feedback conversation in the exact opposite way of what I have articulated here. So let's put the pieces together. You first need to have clarity of an inspired vision for your business. Then you need to understand the personal aspirations of your team members, what really matters to them, what drives them. And from there, you got to synergize the role of an individual with the capability and the personality that they have. And you got to follow that through with a consistent, positive, solution-focused review meeting mechanism with specific, actionable feedback for people to stay on track for their goals. And as you do this, you also need to make sure that you're doing the fifth activity of rewarding and recognizing achievers and performers. 
the best way to keep the inspiration quotient high at your workplace and building an inspired team is to have consistent rewards and recognition to those who are contributing, to those who are achieving the benchmarks that they set out for themselves, to those who are making a difference and producing results. Now you got to do this publicly and you got to do this consistently. You know, a survey conducted amongst more than 20,000 entrepreneurs revealed that the people who left, they did not leave because they were underperformers. They left because they were high performers, but they felt that the organization is not rewarding and recognizing them adequately enough because of which they went in the pursuit of better, bigger opportunities. Ladies and gentlemen, rewards and recognition need to happen consistently. And it's not because people work for rewards. It is because by rewarding and recognizing, you're communicating to your team that, hey, I value the value that you bring to this business. I value the value you bring to this organization. Rewards and recognition creates an environment of inspiration where people are compelled to bring their best foot forward every single day. So that's the fifth activity that you got to do to build an inspired team. And the sixth and final activity that you need to take care of is the employee happiness. When you take care of the happiness of your team members, people are automatically inspired. Now, happiness may be a vague term. So let me break it down for you. What are the ingredients of employee happiness? There are four ingredients of employee happiness. The first one is financial growth. People, are, people become happier when they grow financially at the workplace. So for you to fulfill this need of financial growth, you need to have a clear, data-driven, performance-driven, transparent salary appraisal system. And you need to have a clear incentive or bonus system so that people know there is a pathway for them to elevate their income, to elevate their earnings. So the first ingredient of employee happiness is financial growth that you can fulfill by having a clear, transparent, performance-driven appraisal, salary appraisal system and a clear performance or incentive or a bonus system. The second ingredient of employee happiness is career growth. See, apart from financial growth, people also want career growth. They want an elevation in their responsibilities. They want a new sense of challenge and learning that is evolving them intellectually and emotionally. So you need to have a proper career growth plan for your team members to give them that career growth clarity and fulfill that need for happiness and joy that everybody has at a workplace. The third element of employee happiness is a clean office culture. When I talk about a clean office culture, I'm not talking about the interiors of your organization's office. I'm talking about the emotional interiors of people at the workplace. Think about it. When there's an environment of respect and care, people are naturally happy. But if there's an environment of lack of trust, blame game, ego, jealousy, politics, groupism, then people are not happy and people don't like to work in environments where there are all these characteristics of a resistant workplace. So the third thing that you need to make sure that is there as an experience for your team members to enhance their happiness is a clean office culture where people are loved, people are cared for, people are respected, and people are trusted. And that is something that is very, very important to make sure 
that you are creating an inspired workplace. Now, beyond financial growth, beyond career growth, beyond a clean office environment, the fourth element that dictates the happiness quotient of your team members is to make sure that your team members are having a good work-life balance. At the end of the day, work is a part of people's lives. It is not their lives. And organizations who don't honor this truth lose talented people. You got to make sure that there are clear work hours. Once in a while, if people have to stretch, that's perfectly all right. And think about it. When an organization is conscious about making sure that people finish their work on time and they leave the office on time so they have enough time with their family, when the organization takes care of that, you know what? People naturally have the inclination to take care of the interests of the organization and they don't flinch or hesitate when they have to stretch once in a while due to project commitments or due to deadlines committed to a client. But you have as an organization the tone of taking care of the work-life balance of your team members. And that requires clear work hours. That requires honoring their weekends. That requires making sure there's a proper leave policy. That requires you to have a proper holiday calendar where during public holidays, people are not expected to come to work. When you take care of the work-life balance of the team members and you're genuinely interested in understanding how are things going in their family environment? How's their health doing? How's the health of their near and dear ones doing? And you take initiatives to promote a healthy lifestyle for people, automatically you see the employee's connection to the organization goes through the roof. So ladies and gentlemen, these are the critical elements of building an inspired team. Have clarity of an inspired vision for your business. Make sure you understand the personal aspirations of every single team member on your team. Make sure there's a synergy between the roles that people are expected to play with the capabilities and personality that they have. And make sure there are consistent review meetings which are solution-focused and a proper feedback system to help people grow, not to blame them and put them down. And recognize and reward your team members who are contributing. And finally, make sure that you take care of employee happiness through financial growth, career growth, a clean work culture, and taking care of their work-life balance. If you put all these ingredients together, you create an inspired team which will take ownership for the results that you expect them to deliver. And you create an environment where people bless you for the workplace that you've created. Your workplace will not just impact people's financial life, it will impact their life in totality when you build an inspired team. So with that, this is me, Rajiv Talreja, urging you to go out there and build an inspired team by integrating these elements from this episode of the Success Gyan Podcast. And I will see you in the next Success Gyan Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure this podcast made you realize the importance of having an inspired vision before building an inspired team. Do share this with your friends and colleagues on people who need this. Rajiv Dalreja will be live in the upcoming Super Growth Summit along with 10 other world-class trainers. Log into www.sgsummits.com and register for the upcoming Super Growth Summit for free. This is Surendran Jayashekar. Until next time, love yourself. Don't take life too seriously. Strive to become a better version of yourself. Give more to get more. And always keep inspiring.